It is officially the 31st of January 2022 and we are about to close in on the year. I cannot believe that we're going into 2023. It's been the most exciting, fun, expansive year and I wanted to just close off this year by giving you a little bit of excitement and motivation around having self-belief. Now the reason I didn't want to go and chat about goal planning and vision planning is because I've got a lot of YouTube videos coming out on those topics and you've probably seen a lot of it going around. And it's easy to have your goals all planned out and mapped out and writing everything down, the exciting fun part. But then what happens is it comes to the new year and you don't really know how you're going to achieve them because it's okay writing everything down and having it all on paper but if you're not actually working out how you're going to do that or you don't have the self-belief to move forward with those goals then it's going to be very difficult to sustain and this is what I see and hear a lot of people just don't have that self-belief and it really really hurts my heart when I see people with these amazing, exciting visions and they really want to achieve so much in their life. This might be you. You might be thinking, I've been wanting to do this thing for so long and I just don't feel like I'm good enough. I don't feel like I'm creative enough. I don't feel like I have enough skills. I've got too much on, I'm too busy. All of the excuses that we make for ourselves in order to not do the thing. And I get a lot of questions from people or comments saying, how did you do it? How do you do it all? And I'm no better or different from anyone else. The only thing that makes me move forward and achieve the things that I want to achieve is the fact that I execute on my goals, I'm not afraid of taking risks, and I have abundance of self-belief. And that's not because I think I'm amazing or great or love myself. It's actually far from that. It's the fact that I'm quite, I know that I'm responsible for my own actions and I'm the only one that can make it happen. And I don't make excuses for myself. I don't blame other people. And I take full responsibility. If I've not achieved my goals, or if I've not done the thing that I wanted to do, then I know it's only me that can create it or change it or go a different direction. And that's the difference because the self-belief part really comes from continually learning about myself and improving myself. I always, always strive to learn more about who I am about what I want, about things that make me happy. And I don't ever base the things that I want to do on someone else's dream. I'm very honest with myself and sometimes I get swayed off. I mean, in human design, I have an open head. I get shiny object syndrome. I see other things and I change track and I lose focus like everyone else. But 
self-belief is really understanding who you are at your core and that's exactly why I loved doing human design because that's a base it's a start it's a good tool but there's so many other ways and tools and practice practices that you can do in order to understand yourself because it takes a little bit of time to build self-belief it's not something that you just wake up and suddenly you believe in yourself and you can just do anything you want I remember when I was at school I really really didn't like school I felt like the odd one out I just feel like I didn't fit in anywhere and it was proven to me a lot of times because I was I had a lot of bad experiences I actually I've not really talked about it a lot but I actually did get bullied a bit at school as well quite a lot in fact it's not a word that you really like to use but it actually the more I'm learning about myself the more I'm understanding the processes that I've been through and why I am and how it, how it, I got to where I am today it's through all my learnings and I remember when I went to high school and I went to first year I really really just there was some really horrible horrible girls there and I actually made me move school I moved to a different school because of it and I actually never really told anyone that was the reason and I just said it was because all my friends were at the other school but actually I'd went through a lot of bad experiences that I was ashamed of and really didn't want to tell anyone because I thought it would make me weak Um, and then when I got to that school I had really good friends I mean, I just couldn't concentrate, as I said. I felt like really just different. I just wanted to work. I just wanted to make money. That's all I wanted to do. And then my teachers didn't understand me. They didn't know how to teach me. They didn't know how to cope with me. One of them called me. One of them said to me, you're too thick. You will never get a job. But I think it was in a reaction to me, obviously, misbehaving in class. But that kind of stuck with me as well. So I had all of these self-doubts and then I'd get like a mixed race so I'd get like racial abusive comments, I'd get comments about being hairy, I'd get comments about like just so many things I had like abuse like in my face so many times which knocked my self-confidence, I had no self-belief at that point but I would just mask it and pretend everything was fine but really internally it was difficult. And that's why I left school so young, to go and explore who I was. I just wanted to be free and find myself and be who I wanted to be. But like I hid from a lot of things for so long and that's what led me onto this journey of taking myself away from all of those situations, moving to another country, exploring my own needs, my own desires, the things that I wanted to be and and what I wanted to achieve. And along that journey I went to acting school and I learned about like different archetypes. I learned about humans a little bit more. I learned about how we're all different and that's when I started to really find myself a little bit more. And even then I still wasn't 
hugely, hugely confident, but I was, I felt a lot more in, at peace with myself because I was learning more about myself and I was away from all of that and I was, I was getting to choose what I did then. I didn't have to be in, under school rules, under rules of parents or under anybody's rule. I was free to explore and learn and that's where the self-development journey all started for me. And I just started to develop from there. I'd done a little bit more acting classes. I started to find my voice a little bit. But it took years and years and years. And then the more I was learning, and then I started to get into self-development, self-development books, content creation, all of that stuff. And obviously when I had my kids, like I just learned more and more and more. And I just always always learnt about myself and I was always honest about myself and I was always adapting and changing and and trying to be better and it and it's hard when you're conditioned your whole life in a certain way you've only known certain ways of doing things trying to break those patterns break those habits it's not something that you can just automatically change like I was in environments where everyone just used to talk about other people and that was just normal like everyone would talk negatively all the time and I'm definitely more of a a positive thinker I always see like the best side of things but I was I was I thought I I needed to be in that so I got myself into situations where I just felt like when you're getting in with that that chat and the gossip and things that you just get pulled into things like that. And I knew that's not who I was. And it's not how I wanted to be. And and that's something I had to unlearn. So there's so many things that we need to unlearn as well as learn in order to get and gain that self-belief. It's not something that we can just turn a switch on and off. It's a, it's a everyday practice is an everyday commitment to yourself and learn and and that's what is so great about the human mind we're so adaptable to change and we can change our habits we can change anything about us habits do actually stay with us habits stay with us in our mind research has shown that that habit will always be there, even if it's a bad one. It'll still be ingrained in our mind, but we can actually change it. We can bring a new, better habit into the mix to push that one out the way. And it's like retraining your whole mind, retraining your whole body, retraining your reactions to conversations, retraining what you do after you brush your teeth or put the telly on uh, you might be you might notice you might have a cup of tea after your dinner automatically you reach for a biscuit that's a habit that's been formed that's because your body your brain gets to the point where it just becomes natural it just becomes automatic you probably pick up your phone and click on instagram or whatever app without even thinking that you're doing it can you ever think of a time where you have went onto your phone and 
you wanted to do something specific or you had a really good idea and you wanted to go and do it, write something, but then you just click on a social media app and there, before you know it, you're scrolling on social media, you're in a rabbit hole of someone else's account that you don't even know and you forgot what you were meant to be doing in the first place. Then possibly an hour's gone by and you don't know what you've wasted that whole hour on. Then you say, I don't have time to do anything. I don't have time to work on my dreams. I don't have time to have a side hustle. I don't have time to have that, do that hobby that I love. I'm too busy. People are always saying they're too busy. But then you go and look at the screen time and see how long they've been on their phone. And I'm guilty. I'm the same. I'm so guilty of bad habits. But it's something that I'm aware of. And when you become aware of it, you can stop it quicker. And you can change it. And you can figure out, once you understand what all of this is, what these bad habits are, you can then retrain them into a new habit. When you make your cup of coffee, you maybe automatically grab your book and read a couple of pages, put your book beside your kettle. Whatever it is, it's something that needs retrained. But self-belief is the same. When we want to have that self-belief, we need to kind of unlearn some of the old habits, the old things that we used to do in order to make space for this new self-belief to bring that confidence in. And self-belief, it really is a confidence within, isn't it? It's, it's having that trust in yourself, trust in yourself to believe that anything is possible. Like I fully with my whole heart believe that I could achieve anything that I decided I wanted to achieve because we're all humans. If someone else has achieved it, you can achieve it too. It's just, it's just belief. Once you have the belief there, once you, you trust in yourself, you can do it. And you can, you can make all the excuses and say that you're too busy. And don't get me wrong, like there's some situations or sometimes in your life where it's just not the right time. But when is the right time? There's never really a right time for anything. I remember when I fell pregnant with Jessica, my first daughter, like I was not expecting that at all. I'd only been with Mikey for under a year. I was not ever even, I didn't even know when I would have kids or I didn't, I didn't know any of the answers to that. I was never really the maternal type, but I wanted kids some point but if if that didn't happen I can't ever think there would have been a right time like when would be the right time because over those the last 10 years of having three kids I've been building a business I've been doing lots of things about like learning and exploring and myself we've had so many ups and downs like, there would never have been a right time to be like, yes, let's sit down now and have a kid. And for some people, they do. Maybe there is a perfect timing. But I think when it comes to your dreams and your goals and your visions, the best time is now. 
And it doesn't even have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be quit your job and do this and do that. It can just be, what is it that I really want to do? What is the one thing that if I done this year, I would be so proud of myself? What is that thing? Can you think of something that you really wanted to do, but you've still not done it yet? Because you can do that. This is a fresh year. We're going into a fresh year. And it, it's good when you have a fresh year because it's like, okay, I can start building that momentum. But also every day can be a fresh day. If you don't do it tomorrow, that's fine. I'm not starting my goals and visions till the middle of January because I'm going on a trip, we're going to Budapest, Mikey still doesn't know so hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast but I'm telling him tonight as a surprise for his birthday and I thought well there's no point in me starting on January the 1st because I want to just chill out and relax and enjoy the break. We've not been away together for eight years without kids. I want to just be present, not think about all the things I need to do. But I've spent time today writing out everything I want to achieve. Everything I know, I've got such a clear vision. I want to write a book. I want my book to be done and out by May. I want to be on bigger podcasts with exciting people. I want to launch my certification so people can come through my business school. I want to really, really enjoy my creation and my YouTube channel again. I love, love, love video making, filmmaking, creativeness like that. I love it. So I'm really going to dive into that and my podcast because I love being here and just chatting. I don't ever edit this. I just chat away or plan it. I just kind of say what, what what's on my mind. So whatever it is for you, whatever your big dreams and goals are, how are you going to get that self-belief? What is it you need to do in order to believe in yourself more? Do you need to maybe come away from certain situations, certain people that are bringing you down, that aren't letting you express fully who you want to be? Do you need to up your skills? Do you need to learn a little bit more? Do you need to understand yourself a little bit more, dive into self-development books, watch self-development videos, listen to podcasts, journal, write out more about who you are, what you want, what's your story, what lessons have you learned, who do you want to become, how do you want to feel? Ask yourself these questions. Why do you care? what the external world is telling you. Because once you realise that everyone's just going through their own feelings, emotions and processes, it's always about them. Anything that anyone puts on you is always about them. It's never about you. And once you come to that realisation, then it just everything becomes lighter. When you don't have to have those feelings 
on you all the time, when you don't have to have that weight of people's judgments and people's opinions and all of the things that you think everyone is looking at you and, and judging and caring about in your life, they're actually just trying to live their life and trying to deal with all the things in their head. And you're just on this journey. It's you against you. That's it. You should be only competing with yourself and the things that you've done in the past that you want to now change and how you want to better yourself. Let people do what they want to do. Just become a little bit more you. Just become who you want to be. You can be whoever you want to be. And it's such a nice feeling when you start to realise that. And then everything around you changes. That's how I, I think I've told this story before in the podcast, how I met my husband. Because I had so much belief and contentment in myself that it attracted that right person. Everything's energy. Everything is energy. We are attracting all of this into our life. If you're giving off that energy of, I can't do this, I don't believe in myself, this is not possible, what are they thinking about me, what's everyone else thinking, that's what you're giving out. And I'm trying and do this in the most non-woo-woo way because I'm not hugely, hugely spiritual, although I am kind of going down the path more of my spiritual ways um, and I believe in it because I understand it and I've done the quantum physics and I know that we're made up of energy and atoms and you know it yourself, like when you're around someone you can feel their energy, you can feel someone's mood, you can, you know, you attract people that are on the same wavelength as you. You become friends with people that are on the same wavelength. That's all energy. It's no coincidence how we're all attracted and connected together. So what you're giving out into the world is what you're receiving back. But these patterns take time. It takes time to get yourself into a place where this is possible. But it is 100% possible. You need to commit to yourself, commit to understanding yourself more, invest in yourself, in your learning of who you are, who you're being, who you want to be. And then the self-belief will just come. And then everything else will come. The money, the love, the relationships, the connection, whatever it is that you want it'll come. So that's what I really wanted to share with you today, just about believing in yourself, because I think if you can get that right, if you can get that down and you can start believing in yourself even just a tiny bit more this year or next year, should I say, then so many exciting things will come. And you will probably do a few more things that you maybe wouldn't have done in the past just because you had that self-belief. 
So I hope you all have the most amazing New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and go into 2023 with so much abundance, self-belief, self-love, all of the things that you wish for. And I will see you or speak to you in 2023. Happy New Year, everyone.